Welcome to the second season of I Race, Inspiring Recovery Actively Through Commitment to Exercise. I'm your hostess, Candy Kane. Hey, 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 what's happening, y'all? It's Candy Kane. Yeah, I'm back. Back this week to talk about another awesome portion of the Dopey Challenge. If you are unfamiliar with the Dopey Challenge, you need to know this. It is an endurance challenge. Yes, there's a 5K, a 10K, a half, a full, and that is that. The Goofy Challenge is just the half and the marathon. And I don't know why I said just, because doing a half and the marathon the next day was hard. But the Dopey Challenge includes all four of those races. I took it a step further, hopped on the cruise, and did another 5K. Yep. So we have the three guests that we had last week that shared their interesting experiences about the 5K today to talk about the 10K. Listen up. Welcome to I Race. You are tuned into I Race Podcast. Podcast. With your hostess, Candy Kane. Welcome to I Race. You are tuned into I Race. Now, for the moment that you've been waiting for, got to get our guests online and let's get it. We're going to welcome back our guest, Kenya Solomon, who runs with Master Sergeant King on the Achilles Freedom Team, Corey Peterson, a U.S. Marine that runs with the Achilles Freedom Team, and Latiffany Sauls, who's a member of Black Girls Run Houston Chapter. Good morning. What is going on, Candice? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Let me get Corey on the line. But how are you doing? I feel good. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Corey. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me. Welcome back, Latiffany. It's a pleasure to have you. I'm glad to be here. We all know everyone successfully finished their 5K. Everybody except me. Listeners, thank you for chiming in, sending me messages. I have heard you. Yes. I will share my version of what happened on the 5K. I had two wonderful guides that accompanied me. Matter of fact, these were outstanding guides. These jokers, I don't mean it in a bad way, but they had their arms out the entire 5k so we're talking about 50 minutes with one arm to the front the other arm to the back and they made some type of formation so that people would not run between me and them would not bump me and trip me it was amazing love it love it love it i felt well protected i ran a little bit with cedric ran in front of him ran behind him and then oh squirrel I saw a character, had to stop. Didn't stop for the very first characters, which were Chippendale. I took pictures of them. I really wish I had stopped. The picture line is goes really, really fast. So we stopped in, took a few pictures, and we'd be on our journey. Somewhere along the way, I lost my best friend, Denise, who was my caregiver, who was my caregiver when I first got injured. Somehow we missed each other when I stopped for the beast. I kind of was running. I was pumped up, took out running and dropped her. When I thought about it, 
I turned around. I couldn't find her. There was too many people. And we just kept moving forward. I said, well, I'll see her when she passes me when we stop for characters. Nope, never saw her. Called her on the phone. Was like, where are you? She was like, I just passed there. I'm like, well, don't worry. We'll catch you. Well, we took out running. And then I kind of forgot. I stopped for another character. Well, she's made it all the way to the finish line. And I never told her, you know, there are going to be photographers on the way. So when they're taking pictures of her, she's looking like deer in the headlights. She's just got her mouth open. She's looking left and right. Or she's singing, just observing things on the road. And she is just not looking pretty for these pictures. But I bought every single one of those pictures. Yes, she's going to hate me. No, she loves me. She's my best friend. She knows how I roll. So she's at the finish line by the time I get there. Thank goodness, because my back is killing me. My right leg, I have pain shooting down my leg. And I'm like, I need to sit down. I need to sit down. So I'm calling ahead periodically, letting her know, hey, I'm coming in. I'm coming in hot. And wouldn't you know it, right at the finish line, Right behind the cameras, there she was with my wheelchair for me to plop down into. The best thing about the 5K is that she is now motivated. She said I inspired her to run a 5K and the 10K for the Dopey Challenge next year. And I'm like, ooh, guess I got to go back. Guess I got to go back. I can't let her down. She's motivated to do a 5 and 10K. And I'm excited. It's not often that you get to hear that you've inspired someone. People usually say, oh yeah, so-and-so inspired me, but do they tell so-and-so? No, but because she told me, I feel honored and I can't wait to do it again. My next question for everybody is, did you get any sleep between the 5K and the 10K? I'm gonna tell you, I did not. It was an awful, awful, awful trip, totally on a whole for me because I had no pain medication, no muscle relaxers, and I was exhausted. After we ran every day, I went to the park to take pictures with my medal. I rode one to three rides, and then I would go back to the room. And that was the case between the 5K and the 10K. Hey, Kenya, did you all get any rest? No, for anyone that's doing the dopey, and if you're going with kids, um, the other part of the dopey is the fact that you're at Disney, and no one is going to um, take it easy on you. Well, my family's not. Anyway, but, yeah, the the part of the dopey is not just the runs. It's in between. The fact that you're at Disney, the fact that, you know, you're probably going to go to the Magic Kingdom and the Animal Kingdom, and rest is you're not sleeping in your own bed. That's a big part of um, the endurance. But you that knew you that going in. I, I on did. the other hand, was this like you did the first three races, I think the previous year. I, on the other yeah. hand, was like, well, I'm going to go back to my room and go to sleep. And then when I get there, because I went with the Achilles Freedom Team, and Cigna is <laughs> one of our sponsors, so we were blessed with four-day Park Hopper passes, yeah. and I was like, oh, somebody spent money on this. Oh, I got to make sure I use it. <laughs> <laughs> this, ain't going, this ain't getting wasted. I got to right. use this. Absolutely. Right, and Absolutely. so I'm dying. So, you know, I'm dying because I'm out at the parks. Not only am I at the parks riding rides, I'm standing in these lines taking pictures. Yes, you are. I'm getting the yes, most out of my photo package. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's it. So, you know, yeah, do you go dopey get rest? No, you don't get rest. I don't know. I don't know, but it's the most oh, magical place on me. earth. So I thought I would at least maybe get some magical sleep. No, no, won't happen. They won't even, uh, it, it's not even set up for that. No rest. So then you didn't sleep at all. You didn't get any good rest between the 5K and the 10K. So no. you got up the 10 So what got you up the 10K? You were like still thinking, oh, I want to get this bling or what were you thinking? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so I knew I had run a 10K before. Um, and so it wasn't any like I'm scared of it. It was just like just move your body, get your shorts on, fall out the door, get to the bus, and it's going to happen. Right. Um, so the 10 K we, uh, ended up running with, uh, former, uh, running back for the Atlanta Falcons work Dunn, who was another like great dude, like, um, Warwick, <laughs> we jumped right in there. I think after running with, uh, um, with Jackie the morning before, like Warwick, it was like, Hey, Warwick, what's good. Hey, we're not even going to act like we don't know you. We, we, Hey, hey, what's up? That we're that's cool. funny. Let's, yeah, I, like, that's funny. Like, so no. you know, I was like in shock. Like I really wanted to ask for an autograph and take a couple selfies, but I was like, that that's just not professional. And then I lost my mind after the ten k and decided I wanted to touch his legs. I was like, you got some amazing looking calves. Like, can I touch those? And he just started laughing. He's so cool and down to earth. They were like, what is wrong with this chick? I'm like, man, I had like, I almost had a heat, um, a heat stroke. So, because I can't, because I can't, um, control my body temperature. It took me all day and into the night. And you know, I don't miss a meal and I miss right. dinner. Like I didn't show up right. to the, the dinner was over and I couldn't get my core temperature down and I, I was just so happy for you guys because you guys were at the finish waiting on me to finish that 10K. That took That's me almost right. two hours. That's right. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, you, look, you, I'm going to tell you what, when it comes to just like pushing through, I, when I seen you come through, I was like, yeah, that's what it looks like right there. The That fight where it, when you came through, I knew you had had a battle out there. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had had a battle out there. Yeah, we were still hanging out. Work was out there, and you, you, I mean, you didn't miss a beat. You were like, hey, I'm in a lot of pain, but you got nice legs. I was like, golly, Candace, <laughs> you don't miss a beat. <laughs> I was Damn. just like, oh, my gosh, do y'all know who this is? And I, I just couldn't, I couldn't say nothing. I was just like, wow, I want to run with some superstars and superhuman folks. I need to hang out with y'all more often. You guys are amazing. So how fun well, was it on that 10K with him? It was, he was like, yo, I'm not a long distance runner. He was like, look, I'm not, I don't usually do this. You know, we weren't out there trying to push a crazy pace. We just had a good time. He stayed right there with us. We had a nice pace. It was this moment. I was like, oh man, my knees mess with me a little bit. He's like, hey, we can stop. And I was like, no, no, we keep going. He's like, no, no, no. You got, you know, you got two more days of racing. You should stop. I'm like, uh, yeah, I will go a little further. He's like, no, we should stop. I was like, oh, okay. Let's, 
<laughs> you seem pretty adamant, so let's go ahead and stop. But uh, he was a great, he was a good dude. Uh, works a good dude, just down to earth. Does a lot of cool things in his community as far as uh, helping people, uh, as as far as building homes and stuff like that. So, you know, Cedric says this expression. He's like, you're not gonna find a lot of dirt bags at these races. Um, no. People that are coming running are no one's perfect but you know they're pretty good people out here and so yeah work was a great dude that's great awesome. dude. La Tiffany how was the 10k for you yeah the 10k day was a little bit warmer um I just continued to hydrate and and rest um we just walked around the hotel a little bit because we stayed at one of the Disney resorts. Just walked around the resort a little bit. Um, I've been to Disney before, so we didn't do too, did to do the parks or anything because I've done those already. The 10K was fine. I stopped for one character stop because the lines were a little bit longer. And I know we had to maintain a 16-minute pace for the 10K. So I just stayed hydrated. My goal was to finish in 90 minutes, and I finished within the 90-minute time uh, period which was the goal that I set for myself. There was no issues. Just enjoyed the sight. That's awesome, LaTiffany. You're like a go-getter, go-crusher. What's up? What's up? Corey did the 5K and the 10K in the push room. And I'm just going to tell you, all I know is push rooms are really hard. I did the 12K of <laughs> Christmas, and those 12K almost killed me. It wasn't, the steering is bad. Like, I don't, understand how to steer i tap it to I, I the left either. and then i go left and I, then i can't i <gasps> overcorrect and then i lose momentum because i only have one good arm to roll <sighs> with and so once i've moved it i've lost momentum but each of us face these different challenges along each of our 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 goals of trying to do these adaptive sports that's why i love adaptive sports is that you can never be like oh well woe with me because somebody else has it more challenging Somebody else is facing a different version of having difficulties doing it. Like you have the different hand, you know, where one side is stronger than the other side, whereas mine is I, I can't grip. So I can't do the, you can't, I can't do the punching that they typically do for, for uh push rim. So wow. but we all adapt it and make it happen. Yeah, we do. Is, and we make it look good. It's the craziest thing. And we right? make it look like no, we don't you, have any issues. You make it look good. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, oh, man, that's so easy. I need to do that. And we're dying. Mm. But we make <laughs> Thank it look you. right. So, it's like when you had the people talk to you during the races, like the guides and everything. And they ask you questions. You're like, I obviously am making this look easy, but I promise you it's not. Because I cannot have a full conversation during this. Because <laughs> I am huffing and puffing like it's cool. Yes. I, I, Push room is definitely, um, for me at least, push room is definitely a harder, harder challenge for me than hand cycling. Honestly, hand cycling is harder for me than running. And mm -hmm. even though I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. I mean, I have a leg brace for that. I don't have an arm or a hand brace to use for anything. And so it's harder. It looks easy. I'm faster than when I run. But honestly, right. using your upper body is harder, I think, especially if you're female. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a smaller muscle group in general. Just even if you look at it, just basic scientific, the arms and your shoulders are a smaller muscle group than your legs, 
in your, you know, your thighs because you use your butt. You can even use your arm swing to help, help, you know, when you're really tired. There's right. things you can do, like, physicality-wise in running. You can slow down and, and do a walk should you need to. In hand cycling, push them, there really isn't much you can do when you're just tired. I mean, you can coast a little bit, but the second you have an uphill or a flat where um, it, it's dragging, you're just going to sit there, and then you go nowhere. So I, I definitely think that's more challenging than than running in, in that respect. I think hills and wind are the great equalizers and mm-hmm. making hand cycling and running equivalents. Hmm. You're right. So let's talk about steering and, and looking. I'm looking down constantly. I'm looking at the ground. I can't look, necessarily look ahead um, as well as a lot of other people. So I can't necessarily anticipate a turn. So there was like a couple times I almost wiped out. Or like, oh, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> or like, uh, that one hill we went up, um, where we're in the park yes. and it was a hill, like we went over a bridge, um, mm-hmm. and it was on a turn. Well, unfortunately, um, with my disability, I can't turn and push at the same time. So it's turn, which means I basically came to a stop cause I was going uphill, but you can't turn unless you have momentum. So I ended up had to having to stop and like pivot and then try to restart on a, on going up a hill, which is, you have to make sure you're, you're, you're hitting it the right way. You want to get like kind of a rhythm of a push and pull or a lot more push with it than you can do with hand cycling. And I just don't feel like I was in, and I just didn't know the course. And you, as you said, and push room time consuming. So. Okay, Corey, I just want you to know that you're amazing for doing that. So with my disability, I can't turn and go up either. I have to literally go up from a stop position and it, it bites. It really does. It, it, it is the worst thing I could ever think of in life. And what upsets me the most is when I see other people in push rims, just take it like a pro. And I'm just like, Fine. I really wish like it, I don't know. For me, it was like if we really had categories based on our disabilities and we honestly competed with people that were more like us, I think it would be more fair. But I know it's not enough of us to do those things. So let's talk about the 10K now. So you've gotten the 5K out of the way. Did you get any rest? Did you do any special ritual after your 5K to get ready for the 10K? After the 5K to get ready for the 10K, I did absolutely nothing. I don't feel like, uh, I mean, we went out to the park. We enjoyed the parks and had fun uh, that day. And so I knew I had the 10K the next day. And I'll be honest, the 10K was, the 10K and the half marathon were the two races. I honestly, I cared the most about like what time I got. I wanted to see what I could do because I've done a bunch of 5Ks on my push ram down here in Florida, a couple of them. So I kind of knew what I could do with that, but I've never done a 10 K and I haven't done a half marathon in my hand cycle in like six years. So I had no idea how I could do on that. So I should, I probably rested a little bit more, but I mean, I, my support crew, the Achilles team, everyone was making sure we were hydrated. You know, we had a great dinner. So I knew, you know, I got my, my nutrition down and then, you know, we try to make sure we go to bed, but I, I don't, I'm not a really good person when it comes to sleeping before races. I have an immense fear that I'm going to be that one person that I just have like a nightmare about it. Sleeps through the alarm and holds everyone up and everyone's running asking where Corey is. I, I'm always up about a half hour before I even have to, and I'm waking up about every hour. So sleeping before races is like a, 
a non-happening. It's it's to be expected that I won't sleep well. It's okay. So do I feel like I was recovered? Yeah. But then again, I had been training about seven miles, so um, a 5K wasn't like... It, it didn't kill me right, because right. I wasn't like super fatigued well, the, at that point. The only reason I asked that question was because I was dying at the 10K. So the 10K for me almost killed me. It almost waste, messed up my entire weekend because oh. I could not get my core temperature down. Some For oh. some reason on day two, my core went up and I had problems getting it down. I had even told the people with Achilles and Cigna that I was not participating in the half marathon. And if I did the half marathon, I was hand cycling it. That's how bad I was. Wow. And I know you have difficulties with your core temperature, but I guess you seem to be fine in the heat. (laughs) But I I do the exact opposite. So a lot with spinal cord injuries and in our situation or anyone with disability is, is we face different challenges. I, my challenge is, is, I, I don't have a homeostasis that's very good, which means I I get really, really hot or I get really, really cold and I can't, like, keep it constant. But I, I tend to run about 15 degrees, or at least it feels like 15 degrees colder to me. So race day for me wasn't bad because it was like, what, uh, 65, something like that. So mm-hmm. for me, it was like 50, which is decent I running do. weather. <laughs> Right. It's for majority of people that would be great running weather. Mm -hmm. It's when we do races where it's 40 because that feels like 20s to me. And I can't keep my my core temperature high enough to be warm. So me and you face like total opposite situations where I I probably should just like snuggle next to you. And my my death cold legs that have no circulation would keep you nice and cool. And you'd keep me nice and warm because you're a little toasty. We'd probably be great like cuddle buddies before a race. (laughs) that's really funny but it's so true i'm like oh my gosh we went to canada and um my friends went to canada it was cold outside and they were freezing they were shaking and they were like oh my god i can see the heat coming off your body (laughs) yes and so i stood next to them and they were like oh my god like we don't even have to touch you we can feel the heat emanating off your body and i was like yeah you guys feel cool. I'm loving it. I and yet I wear Arctic Arctic weather gloves when we do races because my fingers they go numb immediately and I then I can't even grip at all. So wow. you stay all nice and warm, which so you're great on these cold weathers. I do fabulous in these warmer weather ones because I'm cold and it feels like a neutral temperature to me. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you push rim to 10K. Did you face any challenges during your 10K? I think my biggest challenges for the 10K was was I wasn't sure how the course. Um, it, it's always my fear to, like, go off track or not follow the right one. And I, I, knew, I knew where the hill was this time. So I kind of, like, prepared for it. But I still – it doesn't matter what. It's a – going up a hill in a push rim just sucks. It does, There's and you're afraid that you might fall backwards? Yes. My biggest fear was to turtle, because that's when you, like, pop over in your push room and you're just stuck there. I have to wait for somebody to help me. I, there's no getting out. I, that thing, and my, my racer is, like, suction cup to me. There is no getting out of that thing unless I have, like, two people trying to push and pull and, and, 
in opposite directions to get me out of there. So my biggest fear was that I would pop, pop a wheelie or, or go too sharp on a turn or, or one of those things. I just, I just wanted to be able to finish and complete the race and be relatively within the time I was going for. And you did exactly that. <laughs> and I'm so <laughs> proud of you. I did. I beat it by like 10 seconds. So. I hope that you've enjoyed this show. This is all that we have for you today. I just want to thank you guys for coming back to the show. I truly appreciate it. I know the listeners enjoyed listening to your stories. No, oh, thank you. I appreciate you, Candace. Thank you. You're welcome, and, and thanks for asking for having me here. Be sure to tune in next week when we talk about the Dopey Challenge Part 3. Yes, this is going to be the start of the Goofy Challenge. Be sure to like this podcast. Leave a comment. Make it a favorite. Check with me on Facebook for daily motivation. Follow me on Facebook at iRace. Follow me on Instagram at candy underscore 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 cane. Have a great day. Be blessed. Thank <laughs> you.